0: Hey, how's it going? Tommy Taylor here.
1: And I'm Desnica, and welcome to the Marriage 2.0 podcast.
0: that went through just about everything bad someone can go through in marriage, quadruple times over, and came out more in love than ever and using our story to inspire and give hope to the world.
1: Since we've come out of our version of Hell on Earth, we have built a global marriage coaching business mentoring hundreds of couples and individuals all around the world.
0: We've helped them fix issues like affair recovery, communication, intimacy issues, addictions, and all forms of abuse when no one else could.
1: We've gone through all of these things plus so much more, so we get it.
0: We tried everything out there from counseling, therapy, intensives, webinars, hundreds of books, and even tactics like slow to speak, quick to listen.
1: And the truth is, all of those things were just band-aids that left us on an emotional roller coaster from hell.
0: We truly believe that when you couple a heart for God and a strong desire for massive action, anything is possible.
1: But honestly, most of us are never given the right knowledge.
0: The Marriage 2.0 podcast shares interviews from the world's most successful people in business, sports, health, entertainment, and finance in order to help you live the purpose-filled life God designed for you so that you can live an inspiring life filled with more freedom, love, and impact.
1: So get ready to learn the stuff that no one ever taught you about marriage. Your old marriage is dead and Marriage 2.0 starts now.
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the next episode. So today we're going to be talking about really slow to speak and quick to listen and really, honestly, like why it's a mistake that most people do it in relation to actually fixing their marriage. Yes. Uh, because the truth is, it's not necessarily a bad like tactic or like, I mean, it's in the Bible, but like it's, it, we're going to explain in detail and give a biblically backed evidence on what's going on here and really give context to this on why we say this.
2: Yes. And so this is a big avenue. And, you know, a lot of times, you know, people bring this up, they're like, oh, well, you know, I'm going to be slow to speak and quick to listen. So that's going to fix everything. And, you know, and a lot of people think it's the complete fix to everything in the relationship of, oh, like, you know, I just need to, you know, be slow to speak and and quick, you know, quick to listen and and not get angry and then we'll be fine. Right. And, you know, that's not a truth. And so we're going to dive into that. And, you know, just like, you know, they think if the true issue is only just like communication, and if they fix that, they'll fix all of it. Like, that's not true. There's just so much more going on that that's not true at all.
0: Yeah, it's simply just not true. So we're going to walk into this, but while it's a great verse and great advice in general in life, like there are some problems that can come up, right? And so if, if we don't take these problems into, into context, then they go unchecked. And well, it will cause more harm than actually good and cause resentment and walls, more walls. And honestly, it will get worse and worse and worse and more walls will get built. So, you know, and potentially end up in a divorce. And so this is one of those things that people try. And then it builds up a lot of resentment when it doesn't work when it oftentimes doesn't, uh, and in light of relationships. And so I also want to I also will say like I did make a Facebook post about this topic and it got quite a few people heated uh, to be honest. And you can tell it it did trigger quite a few people. Uh, That was funny for for me because it was intentional and and it was one of those things like you can, you can tell it also confused quite a few people as well on on one. It's like, well, what do you mean? Why do you say that? Like, you know, and, and you could tell it, it shook up their world in essence and caused them to question their approach. And so they got what? Well, defensive because I shook up their reality and caused them to lose hope. And honestly, there's the truth. That was my goal. I did want you to lose hope. You're like, wait, wait, I, I, you're like, why? Why would you want people to lose hope? I thought that you guys were all about giving hope. And, and we are, we are about giving hope. But the truth is, uh, y- while we are 100% about giving hope, but the reality is we don't want you to put hope into something that, you know, isn't going to save your marriage, isn't going to fix anything in your marriage and without having the rest of the foundations actually needed. Cause what we're not about is we're not about band-aids.
2: That's, that's the biggest avenue right there is like, we don't want you to cling to something and like clash, uh, like, you know, h- just like grab something and be like, okay, this is all I need to fix my marriage. And you're like, things are going to be great. And this is one of those things that a lot of people cling to. And while there is truth in it hundred percent, and we're uh, obviously hundred percent for the Bible, for Jesus, for God, he's everything in the leader of our lives. There's just so much more out of context and it's just not the only thing that you need to fix the marriage. And so, yeah, we, we do want to bring that to your awareness because we don't want you to have a band aid. We have been there and all band-aids do is cause more of the emotional roller coaster.
0: Yeah. So you mean like, you know, if I do, you know, I mean, one one verse in the Bible isn't going to fix everything in my life.
2: It's not, Tommy. One one, you know, just one verse won't fix your entire life.
0: I don't think so. Like, you know, if here's the thing, like, <laughs> you're you're. This is the concept behind this. Like, people think that it's going to fix everything in their life, all the <coughs> relationship issues that's going on. It, it if they be slow to speak and slow to speak and quick to listen, it's like. Like, I mean, it wouldn't be the fact that I need everything in the Bible, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it, that couldn't be true, right?
2: Yeah, but obviously. I, I, can't, <laughs> I can't just take one thing
0: out of the Bible and use it and just be like, oh, well, this is going to fix everything. No, sorry, that's not the way it works.
2: And there's just so much into it, right? And so we're going to dive into this, and we're going to be talking about, like, you know, the context of the verse in the Bible. You know, what happens if you only use this verse by itself and you just take this as this, this tactic and, you know, cling to this? And what is the one and only right complete complete fix for your marriage? So that's what we're gonna be talking about today.
0: Yeah. Also, like, just for to preface this, like Destika is fighting something off, uh, so she does have a little bit of a cough.
2: And I apologize.
0: Yeah. Uh, so if you hear her cough, we apologize about that. We know it's supposed to be great audio with the podcast and everything, and so. But sometimes we're human, right? <laughs> so, yes. so we get sick. I'll
2: take prayers for uh, healing, by the way.
0: But it's just a cold. So. Uh, but that being said, let's go ahead and dive into this. So. The Bible is, the Bible is a complete roadmap to life as a Christian, mm-hmm. right? Like all, all the key things you need to be a follower of Christ are in there and they all work together to form an ideal of what God, our father wants us to be, wants from us, you know, all those aspects of things. So can we pick and choose verses out of the Bible and then ignore others? No. So that that would be crazy, number one. (laughs) It doesn't work that way. Yeah, it would be crazy, number one. And most would agree it's not okay, no matter what background, denomination, nominational, whatever that you come from, right? It's It's not okay to just pick and choose one verse and then run with that and ignore the rest of the Bible. So it's either all true or none of it is. All of it works together or it doesn't work at all. It's that simple. So let's dive into some verses from the Bible and let's first take a look and dissect the main one here. So the main one is that most people are talking about here that this whole thing is about. And I had a person like get heated and like quote scripture to me. I'm like, okay, well, I mean, that doesn't prove anything but like it's just they quote this verse and it's like let it's john it's our james james james. <laughs> james one nineteen through 20 and it says let every person be quick to hear slow to speak slow to anger for anger of man does not produce the righteousness of god so in other words this verse is this verse is good for life in general to avoid getting angry
2: not getting angry
0: yeah not getting yeah. angry
2: and in- you know, however, the Bible also says to re- renew your mind, you know, so it doesn't just say, like, you know, be slow to speak, you know, and those types of things. And it also says to renew your mind, which is Romans 12, t- two, And we will come back to that here in just a minute. But first, like this primary verse that we're talking about, let's make sure, you know, you're really producing the fruits of the Holy Spirit. And so, what are the fruits of the Holy Spirit? And the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness self-control all of those are fruit of the fruit of the spirit
0: yeah once you god wants you to produce the fruits of the holy spirit so Mm -hmm. that you can operate shine your light like let your light shine right uh be the light you know be the salt of the earth let you know people know who to come to who to trust like be like jesus right like that's that's the point of the fruit of the holy spirit like that's that's the fruits that you produce now ironically it's kind of funny because like um People that do use slow to speak, quick to listen, for the most part, don't even bear any of these fruits in their life. Like, it's, like they don't really bear love like they should. They don't bear, bear joy, peace. Like, their life doesn't look like this. Like, so it's like, are you really at the core of things or are you just using a tool? Well, the truth is you're just using a tool.
2: Yeah. So, and, and I'm just going to say, so I chuckle and as I chuckle, it's just like, I reflect back to old Desnica, and yes, like that's how I refer to me. Cause I, I wasn't like, I'm not the same person. And, um, I just remember like being like, Oh, I'm supposed to be slow to speak. Quick to listen and slow to anger, and so I'm sitting there, and let me just say, like this sarcastic, like, "Doom, don't don't say anything, you're, just listen." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, through like my gritted teeth and like my clenched jaw, and I'm like, okay, let's let's just be kind, and like it, it just like the fruit wasn't there, like <laughs> it it wasn't working for me.
0: It doesn't work like that. No. Like you got to understand, like you're you like we'll we'll dive back into this, but you're you are ninety five percent subconscious meaning that that's the way we're designed as humans. we got designed us. And so like only 5% of you is actually conscious. So if you have deeper beliefs going on in your subconscious and you're just trying, you can't get by on just grit no. and be like, I'm just going to be nice. Oh, let's focus and let's get this. That isn't how it works. You're going to fail. Guarantee it. So like, let's, let's touch on this. Let's dissect this first. So if you go into the, so it talks about, Hey, you know, slow, you know, let every person be quick to hear. Okay, let's talk about hearing. Let's just talk about oh, hearing yes. just for this a second is so here. Important. So, if if you can't even understand what's going on on a deep rooted, deep rooted level, not talking about like caveman type level, like glad, sad, happy, mad, those types of things, I'm talking deeper level with yourself and truly be able to hear and understand yourself. Then how in the world, how in the world are you going to be actually fully be able to actually fully hear? comprehend not to mention you don't even know how to communicate obviously that's why you're trying to avoid your problems with so to speak quick to listen so like you're you're going to be able to fully you're not gonna be able to fully hear someone else on a level that they need to be heard and understood to actually cause the right healing to actually cause boss to go down and you you won't even be able to get because you can't even get there yourself so how are you going to even get there for someone else
2: and and this is, this is so important. Most people at the very most get to a surface level issue and they call it solved. I talk to people all the time and they're like, Oh, you know, especially when it comes to like affairs, like, Oh, well they felt alone or, you know, we just weren't in a good place. And you know, they felt like they were just, you know, on their own and unloved. And so, you know, yeah, that's why they had an affair. And I'm like, that's not the real issue. They felt
0: neglected. That's not it
2: you know and so and even without affairs you know just in like well you know our whole problem is just like we, we didn't communicate no that's not the real problem either you know and so these surface level issues aren't aren't really the thing at all and they don't know how to get to the deeper issue and that's why they stay on that emotional roller coaster because tools and tactics are being used and but that's all that's being used and they're not able to renew the mind because they don't even know what that means. That's a whole, never the avenue we'll have to dive into. But it just keeps them on this emotional cycle.
0: Yep. So let's talk about another part of it.
2: Well, so- Tony, before we dive into that, I just want to point out something here because it, it's so important on this hearing aspect. One thing, you know, as we work with all the clients that we do, we actually have to teach them how to dive into themselves to be honest with themselves and actually be able to to know what's going on. It's not something that just comes natural.
0: It's not about being just introspective. No. Like no. Um, and sitting in your emotions is not all what it is. Don't not, just not, sit in your emotions. It's not what it is.
2: Mm. Yeah, don't do that. Because sitting in your emotions is only going to enhance those emotions and cause more erratic behavior. So don't do that. But this is something that it doesn't come just natural and it's not just introspective, but I'm not going to not going to, you know, try and tell any stories here, so just honest call, you know, we have to teach our clients how to even be honest with themselves to figure out what's going on before they can express it. You not know, just
0: honest, but how to actually get to the deep rooted issue mm-hmm. and not just get to the deep rooted issue. Cause that's pointless if you don't actually reprogram it and solve yeah, you have to it. Yeah. Like a lot of people just go to counseling and even if, even if by some odd random every billion year light chance, of a, of a minuscule of a molecule of a chance that they actually, the counselors actually able to get to it because most of them are garbage. Like you will not, like, even if they did, they won't solve it because they don't know how to reprogram it. It's that simple. Like they don't know how to actually reprogram it and provide enough an proof to subconscious to actually reprogram that, that stuff. So when it boils down to it and that's not even, that's just a part of everything.
2: Yeah. And I just have- that's not
0: even all of it. That's just, this is just, this is just a small part, big part, but a small part of the big picture.
2: And I just had to bring that up just because I feel like how important it is. And I actually remember so many times, you know, anger was my go-to emotion. We typically have a go-to for me. For me, mine was anger. And just so many times that I was just like raging, angry, like to extreme levels. (laughs) I own my anger that I had um, in that time. And, you know, Tommy would be like, why, why, why are you so angry? And I hate that question because I was like, I don't know if I knew I would fix it (laughs) and you know, in that place. And so that that's why I wanted to hit on the hearing so much. But so Tommy, let, let's go ahead and dive into the slow to speak and, and anger aspect.
0: Yeah. So slow to speak, you know, it, the other part of the verse, let's go back to that. So it talks about like, if you repeat the whole thing, it says, let's let every person be quick to hear. And then it says slow to speak, slow to anger, right? Okay. So let's talk about those two things. Slow to speak and anger. These are good things, but again, I do want to reference Romans 12 to renew the mind. However, in the Bible, it also says, it also says, we'll go back to that again. We'll go back to that Romans verse in a minute, but James, it also says in James three, seven, all kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, and sea creatures are being tamed and have been tamed by mankind, but, but no man, no human being can tame the tongue. It, it's a restless evil full of deadly poison. So why would someone tell you, why would God in the Bible tell you to be slow to speak and quick to listen and then tell you at the same time in the Bible that you can't tame the tongue and tell you in the same time the Bible will tell you to renew the mind. So we're going to dive into all that.
2: Yeah. It's, and it's really important.
0: So how it if, all ties together. Yeah. So let's, let's dive into that. So, if no human can tame the tongue, then why would they give you a verse, James 1, 19, 20? Well, because while you can't tame the tongue, you can tame it indirectly by taming the heart because the Bible also says that what comes out of the mouth is an overflow from the heart, essentially. And so you got to also look at, now let's, let's go back and look at like Romans 12, you know, Romans 12, right? So up at Romans twelve twelve, right? Yeah. Romans twelve two is what I meant to say. So, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by renewal of your mind, that may te- that that by the testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Right, all those things. Right. So, like the point of it is, like the, the biggest point of this verse is what I want to hit on is like be transformed by renewal of your mind. So, if if the key is to be transformed at the deepest level, at the deepest level is So if the key to being transformed at the deepest level is the renewal of your mind, then that must mean that the mind must be renewed to renew the heart. So in other words, if you renew the heart, then even in the worst situations, then the fruits of the Holy Spirit will come out out and not anger and not unrighteousness. So how do you renew the mind and the heart, though? That's the question. Okay, we're going to get that. So, hmm. by getting to the deeper beliefs is one. By also reprogramming the mind and building all the all of the right foundations, all of them,
2: not just using a tool,
0: not just using a tool. Because here's the truth: if you just use tools, then you will stay on the emotional roller coaster, and we're going to get to that. But
2: yeah, and and so in that aspect, Tommy, you know, we're talking about like renewing the mind, and you know. I, I don't like how people just throw that around so casually all the time of like, hey, just like you renew your mind. Like, hey, cool. Like, thanks. Like, I know exactly what that means. Like, no, uh, that's one of those things that we're not taught on what that means.
0: It's like, it's like, oh, brother, just, or sister, just, just renew your mind. Just <sighs> renew your mind, renew your mind in Christ and seek God.
2: So, um, like, well, what does that mean? Right. So Tommy did mention earlier that you're 95% subconscious. So renewing your mind isn't going to be just like some things you do on a conscious level or just a little thing here or there, or, you know, just spending, you know, just starting to dive back into your Bible, which is fundamental. And as just as a Christian, like that should be a staple no matter what, but there are other, a lot of more, uh, strategic action steps to processing and understanding to gain that wisdom. To be able to actually renew the mind, because it's not just that conscious that you're walking in; it's being able to renew that subconscious that most people are completely oblivious to, you know. And we were at that time as well, obviously, you know. But it's, you know, that's what you have to dive into.
0: Yeah, it's funny because, like, and, and I get that a pa- pastors can't just like dive into all of this in one hour on a on a stage. I I get that. Like, it's even hard to do do it in a series. But like when it, and then they're and honestly, they're just not equipped none of them are really to do this. So like that being said, like it's one of those things that like I get it. So I'm not judging them harshly because of this, but like this is something in the church that's thrown out so casually by preachers mostly. And it's, it's honestly not their fault because they don't understand it on a deeper psychological level and what's really needs to happen here. But just it's, I've I've literally have heard preachers get on stage and just throw out, um, As one of the key steps, renew your mind. And I'm like, cool. What does that even mean? Because that's honestly me doing what we do. I will tell you that is an extremely robust and loaded statement beyond (laughs) comprehension.
2: It's an... you know, and when when you break it down, it's really easy to break it down in steps. And like you know, yeah. God blessed us and like you know, organized and laid all the steps out for us. You know, and that's why we teach what we teach within that aspect. And so it's just one of those things that I'm not going to lie. Like so, as a, as a Christian, you know, we we fall in this whole you know, it's this catch twenty two. Like we go to church and then we hear things like, "Oh, like renew my mind." Okay, and so that's what I need to do. Okay, well, um, I'm struggling. I feel like I'm failing. So you know. I must be a bad Christian, but like, I don't know I'm Christian. And then we go on this like internal, like beating ourselves up and not wanting to ask help because, but let's just be clear. There is so much more than just, you know, taking it and just, you know, like, well, I'm a Christian. I should know this. Like, no. And you're not a bad person for not understanding because like you haven't been taught these deeper things. It's like,
0: it's like people like just before we move on past this, it's like people come to the conclusion of renewing your mind. What does that mean? It's like, it's like most people come to the conclusion of like, reading my Bibles is renewing my mind, which part of yes. it, like, yes, 100%. But, like, that's not all of it. Like, that's part of it. That's part of being a, the basics of being a Christian. Um, but then they're like, well, renewing your mind, a lot of people take it as just, like, pray, God, renew, renew my mind. I'm waiting, like a download. That doesn't, like, can he do that? Yes. I mean, he did renew my mind, like, with, like, repairing it from seizures that I had for 17 years of my life. He just fixed it um through i mean we had a lot of prayer and action stuff like that too and i had to like get my health right and all that but like
2: there was a lot of action steps. still
0: there was a lot of action steps with that but like still being said like he's not just going to snap your fingers without you doing anything and actually having the right action steps doing it so let's go ahead and talk let's go ahead and move on to like what happens if you use this tool by itself and
2: this is this is big and i again like i bring this part up because like i fell into this so like this was one of my avenues i was like okay i'm just gonna be slow to speak and quick to listen and slow to anger and i'm gonna fix our marriage just like that and you know it's not a complete fix in, at all and so I, I totally get it and so if that's you like again not saying like you're dumb or anything because i was completely there as well but we do want to bring out that awareness that it's not a complete fix
0: yeah for example, like. um, I put like again, I posted this in the Facebook group like a couple weeks ago and (laughs) it got so many people heated because I popped their little bubbles. But um but like that being said, like we had a dude, one of the guys, he was like uh he, he literally his comment was Yes, it is the only real fix. I'm like I'm just thinking, I was rude. I was just like okay, haha, like good luck, buddy, like because like You will will need a lot of luck to honestly get through what you're about to go through. Because honestly, here's the truth. Like if you knew how to fix it, you already would have. If that was going to fix it, it already would have. Just be clear about that. So let's, let's keep trying, let's keep trying to fix it because clearly what's working, hence why you're here is, is not working. So it's the definition of insanity, trying the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. And the last thing I'll say here with that note regards that guy is pride goes before the fall. So Anyways, let's and, talk, let's talk about the main, go ahead.
2: Yeah. And so like just going into this, um, you know, so uh, Tommy, like this fits Tommy too, but I'm just like really good and I'm just going to like own my side here about, cause you know, as I was standing, I did try all these tactics and stuff and, you know, suppressing your anger because that also comes with like, you know, being slow to speak, quick to listen is part of that is suppressing yourself, suppressing your anger and just being like, "Mm -hmm, okay. And just, I'm going to listen, you know, and I'm not going to voice my opinion. I'm just going to, okay. You know? And so it's a lot of suppressing, like suppressing, like suppressing anger, suppressing emotions, suppressing thoughts. And, you know, and, and it's not a solution to actually achieve peace of the fruits of the Holy spirit. And what happens is when you suppress yourself long enough, then on the inside, like you start to boil and right. And then that's where that, like that volcano comes and that pressure and it's building. And so if you, if you're like, well, I don't relate because I don't get angry, then your go-to might be like that, like um, massive breakdown, like, of like crying, can't focus, can't get out of bed. So yours might or be just, just shut down. Yeah. We're yeah. just complete shutdown. So yours might be slightly different, but the principle behind of it is the same of like it, the emotions are just going to build stronger and stronger and stronger until you hit that reaching like that, that breaking point and those soothing tactics won't work when it comes to the explosion. It, it, it is like trying to put that cap on the, voca- the volcano and say, well, took care of that. That's good. Like there's no threat. And like, that's not, that's not true.
0: Yeah, Slow to speak, quick to listen. Like, man, there's just so <laughs> many things like that, like you're missing here when it comes to everything. Like it's like one of those things like, you know, just because I'm slow to speak, Like if I didn't know how to be a healthy individual just because I'm slower to speak. And I think before I say that, but if, if, okay, (laughs) like if I think, but I'm limited to what I know, which is very minimal when it comes to actually fixing relationships, otherwise you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. So like when it comes down to it, like, it's like, well, I don't know how to number one, you don't know how to fix the relationship or or you already would have, or that tactic would already have done it Two, like, just suppressing your anger and just like not being angry, if that were to fix it, yeah, because not being angry and being slow to speak, quick to listen and just talking about it is going to actually get to the deeper issues is going to build all the right foundations. No, it's so, not.
2: I'm going to be real honest. What what I did in that being really slow to, um, slow to speak, when I was being quiet and he was talking, uh, I had a lot of time to come up with better jabs and more sarcastic things and even more reasons why I couldn't stand him. And I was like, man, you're just, I'm really tired of your pity party. And so my, um, you know, slow to speak became my own internal dialogue of sarcasm, jabs, anger, resentment, bitterness, just boiling out my own conversation. My head just, I just stopped expressing it necessarily to him. Sometimes it would slip out as a better jab, obviously not beneficial. And, so that time it, it's it, it you know like jamie was saying it's it's giving you more time to think about what you already know because like that that's all you know right so sarcasm was my avenue and then if you're in this place like there's there is bitterness there's hurt and those types of things and so like it's important to have that awareness and when people use this as a tool to fix all what happens is they also end up trying to manage their spouse's emotions. And so this is also comes up too. Cause if I like, Oh, I'm walking on eggshells around them, like
0: turns you into a people pleaser.
2: <laughs> yes. And you know, I feeling this, what happens is when you're being that one that's slow to speak, quick to listen, slow to anger, and you're suppressing, you remember, remember it's suppressing emotions, suppressing anger, you know, those types of things. Then it ends up building these feelings of I don't matter. Like, and there will be a breaking point. It's not if, it's when. There will be a breaking point at some time, either through a blow up or I see it all the time. People would just walk out. Like they just break because they're tired of feeling like their opinion don't matter, their feelings don't matter. And there's a break. It's like, when, when will I matter to you? Like, I don't want to just make my whole life about you. Cause I'm not going to lie. Like I, it sucked when I was like, okay, Tommy's pity party again. And like, all right, Tommy, let's hear about what you have to say and how you feel and let's make it all about Tommy. Yay. Right. Like I was like, what the heck? Like when, when will, when will I matter? When will, you know, when will I be able to be heard and understood too? Because ultimately in a relationship, you both want to be heard and understood. And just using this tactic does not make, either one of you actually heard and it's going to build more resentment on one wall or one side or the
1: other.
0: Yeah. In order to have peace and harmony in your home, there, there has to be real fundamental foundational. I hate the word fundamental, like, like not, not when I say fundamental, I, I mean like the, the actual like key principles, but like it, what we teach is not fundamental. It's not basic one one type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like this is stuff that you need to learn on a very deep level. The truth is like, Being slow to speak, quick to listen is a great thing. Like, it's in the Bible. It's obviously great. But, like, it's one of those things, like, it's really good when paired with all of the correct foundations and actually being a healthy individual. If not, then it's like, I don't even know how to really describe it. It's like using, like one tool and, and then it's essentially like the definition of an emotional roller coaster.
2: Yeah. And, and it's not, and honestly, people aren't taught how to manage their emotions. You know, they're not taught how to get to the deep rooted issues and why they're not it, taught how to
0: renew the mind. Like it's, it's, it's like we said earlier, it's a loaded statement. Renew the mind. Right. So, so just be quick to listen. Like this is, this is not a bad tactic, but only if used as a healthy individual, like I was saying, like the reason why this is the reason why, is with an unhealthy individual, all this leads to suppression, blow-ups, it leads to managing their emotions all the time, becoming a people-pleaser, becoming like mm-hmm. walking on eggshells, like how denying is— Denying yourself. Denying yourself, like losing your identity into this person. Like how—answer me this. If we're supposed to reflect God and reflect the fruits of the Holy Spirit, then why is people that actually use this tactic in going through relationship issues reflecting these things? It's because you're not doing it right.
2: Yeah and right cuz you're not doing it right cuz like you know we're not taught these things and there's just so much that goes into it and that we're not taught like this is one of those epic fails of society of like you know just how to be a healthy individual on an, in at all and then we're just you know going to relationships and that ends up being like an epic fail because we're not taught even on a basic level how to be a healthy individual and so with tools and tactics, like you have to have real solid change in you, not just temporary change, not just some tactics or tools that mellow you up, mellow you out. Right. We're not about those like aid type solutions of, you know, Hey, you know, just what is something that can numb you out to like, just, you know, kind of get you by. Cause just existing, just going through the motions of every day, just like, kind of like when will, you know, just want to go to sleep so I can wake up, but don't really care about waking up, but okay. Now I'm up. Just want to go to bed sleep the day away. like this like life is boring it's mundane it's just like you know and you're not present you don't have joy and peace and all those things right like that's what happens just using tools and tactics like you have to build all the right foundations to renew the mind and also the heart
0: uh, which i do want to touch on something before we dive into matthew here in a second but like we understand that not everything we say is going to resonate with everyone I had someone the other day just tell us like what, what what you said on the podcast doesn't resonate with me good i don't care like we don't care that's fine like we're not here to look like, we're not we're not here to like make you happy or coddle you like we're here to tell you the truth and the, the thing is like this is from our heart because like we truly actually want you to see you save your marriage we truly actually want to see you become the person that god designed you to be and if we don't tell you the truth, if we don't tell you, this isn't based on some book we read or some like degree or something like that. This is based on real world experience with our own experience and hundreds and hundreds of people that we've helped. So that being said, let's also dive into Matthew here, seven twenty six, And it says, and everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who has built his house on sand. So in other words, going back to the foundations, you need proper foundations. You need proper foundations also says, and and the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew life, right? Life Life happened. Like it beat against the house, life beat against the house. The house represents you and it fell and it was a great fall of it. Right. So like all of these things, like if you're not grounded, if you're not built solid foundations, which most people are not, then you're going to fail. Yes. Right here in the Bible. Very clear.
2: And just to be clear, life is always going to happen. Like you're not immune to like problems or life happening. And, you know, so a lot of times people are like, oh, well, it was just because we had this big life event. Like, that's what, you know, that's what put us here. That's what
0: highlighted the issues
2: that it that's true. Like it, that's what highlighted the issues, you know? And so, and I remember when Tommy and I were in our darkest hours, it didn't take much of life at all to, uh, To ignite our problems, uh, which is really just to highlight the you know lack of foundation there is, but obviously like you know Tommy and I are not immune to problems either. Like we have life happen to us, you know, and through all kinds of things of life happening to us, you know, we are not the same people we were, and so they don't knock us down because we do have that solid foundation in those aspects. And so, just want to give that hope there. Like you don't have to stay in that area of like anything of life that comes at you, like just knocks you down. Like we, we have life happen to us and, you know, but we are able to actually work through it as a team, learn from it, grow. And, you know, it doesn't come put us at like, you know, enemies It doesn't lead to like block out, like, you know, all the arguments and everything it used to lead to. And which would have been like months of us not talking and fighting, avoidance, being petty, and just such massive other things. But now like, no, like when we handle life, like we handle it as a team. And so there is hope there.
0: Yep. So how do you fix it? Well, we did touch on this a little bit in the last podcast, but we want to also touch on it here because it's relevant. This is more of like a expansion of the last podcast when it comes to anger. But like, like when you get to the number one, when you get to the root issues, that's going to help fix it, obviously, but not just get to them reprogram them. when you learn how to handle your emotions effectively, like on a deep level, actually heal from your past the, the right way, like is key too.
2: And these are such big aspects, right? So, um, you, you said those a little fast Tommy, And so I just wanted to highlight them is like, you know, one, you have to do get to the, the root issues. And that's where we were talking about earlier is it's not going to just be like, Oh, I was unloved. Oh, I felt alone. Oh, I didn't feel like we were a team. Like that's like almost like irrelevant. Um, like those are just basic things or, Oh, well they just drink or, Oh, well they watch porn or, Oh, well they, you know, all of those are surface level issues. They're not the root issues you know, and being able to handle your own emotions doesn't mean suppressing them to the point where like, you know, you suppress them and, you know, underlying, like they're still like there, like ready to explode. No, you actually be able to process them, understand them on that much deeper level and have true healing. And let's just be clear, like healing means healing from all your past and not suppressing. This is an avenue that we, you know, we dive into with all our private clients of you know, healing from their past, like whatever, whether it be from when they were four, when they were 20, when they were 30, it doesn't matter. Healing from their past and healing means so much more than just, Hey, um, you know, well, I said, you know, I've accepted it and I've moved on and, you know, and I'm good. So there, there's that aspect of like, no, you actually have to have true healing, not ignoring, not suppressing. And, you know, that's a big aspect
1: too.
0: And just to, just to don't overwhelm you here, like we've had people say like, I just don't know if I have the time to heal from everything or like before this is over. Like, yeah, you do. Right. Like you do. You want to share about that?
2: Yeah. So, you know, the thing is, is like what you don't have time for is to continue trying to figure it out on your own. Think how old are you and how long have you been trying to figure out and heal things? You know, and one of our past clients actually just um, commented on one of our posts and it was like, you know what I couldn't figure out how to do for myself in 30 years was all turned around in four weeks It's wonderful and such a blessing to be free from it all
0: yep they saved their marriage in like four or five weeks which is actually really common with the mm-hmm. people especially the couples that we work with like it's 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 super common like the program is eight weeks but nine weeks if you count the grace week in there but like we they saved their marriage really quickly and the reason why and these people these people right here have been through, a lot. a lot a lot a lot of like well a lot of a lot of things but the one primary things was infidelity on both ends a lot of it with a lot of people and one of the things like they struggled with those like elect- like they were like they were a mess right and we were there too so we get it but like they them too right now They're like two little high school boy and high school like little girls all giggly and being around each other like literally on the phone for six hours a day talking to each other excited, excited, ecstatic and excited to see each other like they're literally like that's that's how it works when you build actual real stuff and get rid of these things.
2: And, And that's true healing, right? So there was a lot of healing that that we walked through from their past. And that means you actually have to be a true healthy individual, too. And that that does not mean eating right, losing weight that's basics. Okay. Like that's just taking care of your body, right? A true healthy individual means emotionally, you know, mentally and, you know, spiritually and physically. Yes. But within that you have to truly. And so that means, you know, to be a healthy individual, you do have to be able to dive into that 95% subconscious, be able to really understand your emotions, control your emotions, express your emotions, understand why they're going on, you know, mentally, you know, you be able to be in control of your thoughts, your mind, and there's just so much there. And, you know, but, and being a true, healthy individual means not temporary change, but true change. Yeah.
0: Happiness. And and here's the thing, like just to be very clear, happiness and peace and gaining control of your emotions is an internal thing that is cultivated. Like stop basing your happiness off external circumstances in order to actually cultivate it. Even overwhelm is a choice. That's going to trigger some people, but it is. Like, in, in order to have more, you have to become more. The people that you are right now is not going to be the people that you are when you fix your marriage. Now, we're not wanting to change who God designed you to be. No. We're wanting you to unbecome what God didn't design you to be and help you become what He designed you to be, to help you evolve and grow into the person that He designed you to be. We don't want to change who you are at your core. No. Not what we want to do at all. Why would we want to change what is perfect in God's image? Right. We, 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 he designed you a very civic way for a very civic reason. We don't want to change that. But we do want to help you grow into the person that he designed you to become. However, you can tame the heart by getting to the deeper issues. Also, you also have to seek and get wisdom from people that have been there, done that, and came out successful on the other side, not just someone that's read a freaking book or has a stupid little degree of a piece of paper. That does not make a difference. Like people that actually got the results, not just someone that like is getting by, like with a degree or something like that. Also people that have had a high success rate and have helped hundreds and hundreds of individuals. Like we talked to tens of thousands of people every year. This is, and here's the thing. This is for, the reason I'm saying this is because this is for those people that were like me That said, all I need is God and us to talk about it and talk it out.
2: It was so annoying, and he did say that a lot.
0: It was a pride and ego thing, honestly. That's all it was. That's all it is for you.
2: Tommy had a lot of pride at the time. Yeah,
0: like because God doesn't use—and like. here's the thing. It's like, oh, well, yeah, like, okay, well, technically, yes, God is the only source that you need in life. But you also got to consider it's like, yeah, well— I guess because God doesn't use people for his work here on earth. Like, I mean, he's never done that at any source in history, right? Like, or anything, <laughs> right? Like he hasn't done any of that. Like, it's like mic drop, boom, right? Like, so when it comes to that type of stuff, like it's like, yes, of course, God uses people. The Bible is very clear on getting wisdom as well. So let's talk about those things biblically, right? Cause I don't just want to like give you our thoughts on it. I actually want to give you biblical wisdom here. So Proverbs four five says, literally it says, get wisdom, and get understanding. Proverbs 19, 20, 21 says, hear counsel. Don't go to counseling. It's just how the Bible talks about it. But like it's a waste of time. But like get counsel, like get guidance, right? That's what it's talking about. And receive instruction. Doubt shall, this is a King James Version, thou shalt, mayest be wise in thy latter end of your life, basically. that Right? Like there there are many devices in a man's heart. Nevertheless, counsel of the Lord and that shall stand, right? So it's key to go through that.
2: Wisdom is supreme. Therefore, get wisdom. Though it costs you all you have, get understanding. Esteem in her, and she'll exalt you. Embrace her, and she'll honor you. She will set a garland of grace upon your head and present you with the crown of splendor.
0: Notice one thing there that it says. Though it will cost you all, That you have.
2: It's not going to be convenient.
0: It's not going to be convenient. People want to go and like get something that's comfortable for them. I hate to tell you, I hate to tell you, you want to move mountains. That's what you're wanting right here. That's why you're here. You want to move the mountains, right? That God talks about comfort zone and excuses. Don't move mountains. No. I hate to tell you that.
2: And so I had someone recently message me like, well, they don't have time. And I'm like, well, you know, you don't
0: care about your marriage. It's that simple.
2: It's, you know, it's going to cost you time. It's going to take It's gonna cost you in all areas, all areas. You know, this is—it's not convenient to literally change the entirety of your life, you know, and to set these foundations to unlearn things that you have been learning and programming in for years. Like, it's not going to just like, you know, be convenient and like, oh, okay, I can, I can put a couple minutes into that. Like, (laughs) no, like it's gonna take effort. Um, you know, and that's what God says to do. Like, it says seek wisdom. Like, get that wisdom and, you know, get understanding. And that's why we were talking about earlier. It doesn't mean just, you know, this high level like of, okay, be slow to speak, quick to listen. Cool. No, like because there's not understanding there on that. Like, what does that truly mean? What does that entail? And, you know, but it does talk about how when you do that, when you get wisdom and you actually apply it and have the understanding on how, you know, you are honored within that and how you're going to be exalted and how you're going to have grace and there's just gonna be so many more benefits that come from that and god talks about that here
0: yep, absolutely it's biblical <laughs> by the yeah. way there's a great couple um i don't know if you've heard of them tommy and dustin Have yeah. a program called marriage 2.0 <clears throat> um, yeah, i don't know if you know about them yeah that, that they've not like a 95 98 percent success rate for couples they you know, guarantee your marriage to be saved in eight weeks or less. Go from roommates to teammates, or your hundred percent of your money back. If you haven't heard of them, I highly suggest them. Right, <laughs> so a yep. uh, little plug there, shameless plug. But it, it, here's the thing, though. Here's the, I'm just joking around here, like with this stuff. But like honestly, like here's if you want more, you must become more. The renewed version of you is not going to just happen by God snapping his fingers. With no work from you, no actions from you. I hate to tell you, but that's not how the Bible works.
2: That's not how there's God not, works. There's
0: not one miracle, and there's not one single miracle in the Bible that did not require an action from someone else of faith. I will challenge you to find it. You can't. It's impossible because it doesn't exist.
2: He wants action, actions of faith. Now, are you going to see God move? yes. Um, and that's one of my favorite things is like when my, when my private coaching clients are like, like messaging me, telling me about like how God's moving and, you know, blessing the work they're doing, how things are lining up in congruence with the program, you know, with what they're doing. They're like, Oh, I did this. And then this happened. And, you know, so it's those actions of faith and then like those are rewarded. And I absolutely love that. I, I get so much out of those.
0: Absolutely. So let's wrap this up. And I do want to talk about like, you know, are you going to keep like, this is just food for thought, but are you going to keep using what you've been using tools and tactics without the foundations and stay on the emotional roller coaster? uh, which ends in divorce, unfortunately for a lot of people, or, or you'll come back to us cause you procrastinated procrastination is fear and you'll be coming back to us when your spouse doesn't want to work anymore. And you'll want to help us. You want help from us using the power of one method to save your marriage when your spouse doesn't want to, but you know, obviously it's way better to work on it as a couple hands down. So are you going to have the growth and a humble mindset that is willing to change and grow or not? Right. It's up to you. So that being said, we do want to see your marriage saved. God wants to see your marriage saved always. He doesn't change his mind on that one day or next. Um, and we love you and God loves you and we will see you in the next podcast. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Now, that's all we have for today's show. And remember, prayer without action is just dead faith. So make sure to implement everything you learned here today from today's show.
1: By the way, hope you enjoyed this episode on the Marriage 2.0 podcast. And if you did, please make sure you share this episode on your social media and tag at Tommy and Desnica. And if you did enjoy it, make sure to subscribe to the Marriage 2.0 podcast and give us a five-star rating.
0: However, listen, most importantly, so many people are at the end of their ropes, crying themselves to sleep every night. And we can only spread our message and story so far here. So we need you to make sure that you really share the knowledge with others that really need it so that we can impact them.
1: Yes, and you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. So make sure to join our free Facebook group, Christian Marriage Coaching, for support, daily content, and free trainings to help you go from roommates to teammates.
0: Have an amazing day and God bless.